in the midst of filling out your university and college applications, this episode is for you. We're going to cover some tips on how to keep this decision in perspective and how to relieve some of the stress that goes into this decision-making process. So I'm excited for you to take a listen. sharing their stories, ideas, and experts diving deep into how you can make the right decisions in order to have a meaningful gap year. This is the place to be no matter where you are on your gap year journey. I'm Michelle Dittmer, your resident gap year expert. Let's jump right in. so excited to be coming to you from 2021, the other side of 2020. And I hope you had a wonderful holiday season and that the new year is going to bring you so much joy and excitement. And we're going to take all of our learnings from 2020 and apply them into 2021. Now, this episode is all about your post-secondary application and giving you some tips about what maybe you should be considering on this journey. Now, this episode will not tell you what program and what school you should apply to, but it might change the way that you look at this decision, and it might help relieve some of the stress that's associated with this this decision. Now, these are just my tips, and it is definitely not to replace any professional advice that you've got from your guidance counselor, or if you're seeing an external private counselor, or even if you pay myself, pay me for a consultation to help you with your decision. Um, this is just some broad sweeping statements because each of your journeys, each of your stories are so unique, but I did want to weigh in and provide you some general tips to help you on your journey journey. So let's get started. Let's talk about the stress that you're feeling right now. Uh, The stress is real. It is very, very real. But let me give you a little bit of insight. Why you're feeling that stress is actually pretty artificial. Students are always coming to me saying that they really feel that this decision is going to set them either on a path for success, fame, fortune, happiness, or it's going to send them down a path where they're going to be living in their parents' basements with no job prospects in sight. And when we approach this with that mentality, of course it's stressful. And you know what? That perspective is absolutely 100% not true. School is important. I'm not anti-school. But we are so lucky in Canada to have an incredible school system, post-secondary system, that no matter what you choose and where you choose to go, you're going to be provided with a quality education. Now, to put, put this, to hammer this home a little bit, what I'd love for you to do is actually after you finish this episode, I want you to go and survey all of the adults in your life that you can get access to. And I want you to ask them how many of them are directly working in the field that they studied for their undergraduate degree. And I can almost bet you that the answer is going to be not very many. So while you're looking forward at it, saying this is going to determine my life, all of these grownups are looking back and saying, you know what, it was a great experience, but 
I found my own way. I found my own path and it wasn't necessarily contingent on this one decision. So let me give you my own personal example, actually. So although I run the Canadian Gap Year Association right now, my undergraduate degree is in biology from McMaster University. And if you were to ask me, am I directly using my science education in the work that I'm doing now? The answer is no. Uh, But if you ask me, was it a waste of time? I will also say no. It was one piece of my learning. And I learned very hard, tangible skills. I learned things that made me employable and, and able to get jobs in other fields. And then I learned life skills that were able to teach me how to survive as a grown-up in this world. So if I look back at like the hard skills, I learned how to identify chemical compounds. I learned to understand how cancer works at a very basic level. And I learned uh, evolution and genetics. So some of those things come into play when I visit the doctors or when I'm purchasing cleaning products for my house. So there are things that were hard skills that I still use on a daily basis, but not in the work that I do, not in my career. But some of the other things that I learned through my studies was, was how to be a critical and analytical thinker. And that was something that plays out on a daily basis. I learned how to be a problem solver and you can't replace that. And that's not necessarily a function of the fact that I studied science at McMaster. Um, That's a function of being involved in higher education. Now, when I look at the life skills I gained, oh my goodness, uh, independence and confidence and decision-making and prioritization. Uh, sometimes I learned that the hard way uh, and building relationships, both both professional and personal and social ones. So all of these things came into my decision, but they weren't necessarily directly related to my science degree. So what, you, what I'm trying to say here is what you're going to learn in your undergraduate is a stepping stone and it's not a one track destination for success and happiness. It is just one step in your journey. So with all that being said, I want you to be gentle with yourself. This decision is not going to define who you are, how happy or how successful you're going to be or how much money you're going to make even. This is a decision that is one in a million decisions that you're going to make in your lifetime that are going to help shape whether you're going to be happy, healthy and successful. So one of many decisions. So nothing, uh, the whole world is not riding on this decision. There's some good news and some bad news coming out of that. Uh, I'll give you the good news first. The good news is that there's no wrong answer to where you should be applying. We have such phenomenal schools here in Canada that you will get a quality education as long as you're showing up curious, ready to ask questions and really to ready to take take out any of the lessons that are being taught, whether they are curriculum based or life based. So there's no wrong decision here. But I'm also going to tell you the bad news. The bad news is that there's also no right answer. Just what you think is right for you in this moment. I'm going to say that again. There is no right answer. Just what's right for you in this moment. And that's just what you think is right for you in this moment. That's all you can do. No decision that you're going to make right now on these applications is final. Nothing is unchangeable. Nothing is so life-defining that is going to destroy your life. You can change your mind. 
You can change the programs you want to go to. You can change the schools you want to attend. You can even push pause if you're not ready for post-secondary right now. So take a breath and as you're filling out these applications, know that you're also buying yourself a little bit more time because you likely won't have to accept an offer until May. And even beyond that, you can probably defer your acceptance until August. But we'll come back to that idea of deferral in a little bit because it's a little more complicated. So literally, you can buy yourself some more time. And although there is an increase in the fees that you're paying on your application, if you're going to apply to more schools, if you think about it, if you're keeping your options a little bit open, a couple hundred dollars here is a lot, lot less expensive than an entire semester or entire year of post-secondary in the wrong program. Um, so just take a breath and there is no right or wrong answer. Only what you know in this moment and what you feel in this moment is the right one for you. Now, it's a really, really noisy time of year. We've just come through the holidays. We've said goodbye to 2020. We're stepping into 2021 and we're getting all sorts of input from all over the place. So your school is likely on top of you for getting your applications in. Maybe your favorite teacher has an opinion on where you should go. Your guidance team is hounding you to get those applications in. Um, there's going to be announcements and emails and posts and all sorts of things lighting up your phone, making sure you don't miss that deadline. And that can feel super overwhelming. You might also have your parents, whether they are super supportive and on your side and really encouraging you, or they may have particular goals and dreams and expectations of you that they are um, guiding you towards. So maybe they're providing all sorts of advice and guidance laced with different expectations, but it's all coming from a place of love. And that still, even from a place of love, can also add to your stress. So we've got the school talking to you about this. We've got your parents talking to you about this. And you're likely also chatting with your friends about their decisions. And while some of them may seem super confident, um, I can probably say they may not be as confident as they sound. Or even if they are super confident, they might change their mind later on down the road. Uh, there are so many twists and turns, uh, turns that life throws at us that uh, you're going to stumble across uncertainty, whether it's now or later. So if you aren't the most confident in your circle of friends, don't fret. Uh, other people will have that uncertainty at other times in their lives as well. Now, you also might want to be thinking about applying to the same schools or same programs as your friends because it's familiar and it's comfortable. Uh, I just want you to be aware of that because really in all of this noise, I don't want you to forget to listen to yourself. What is it that you truly want? What is it that interests you? When it comes down to the end, this is your life and living out somebody else's dreams, whether that's a guidance counselor, a parent, a friend, if you're living out their dreams, it's going to end in mental health struggles or maybe family battles or resentment because we need to be true to ourselves. Now, I'm not saying throw out all the advice and all the data and pursue your passion because that is the only way to do it. Let's follow some of the signs here. Like if you want to be, let's say, a, uh, a YouTube makeup influencer, that's great. 
But if you don't know anything about makeup, you don't know about video editing or proper lighting or even have a business skill set because you're going to need to set up contracts for to be a really successful influencer. How are you going to set up those contracts to find out how you're going to be paid? How are you going to market yourself? It doesn't just come overnight. So if you don't have those other things, you're never going to make it out of your parents' basement. So I'm also not saying to ditch your passions and jump into the field of study that's going to earn you the most money. Uh, Because if that's not what your life goal is, that's not going to feel great for you. What I am trying to say is that this decision is a stepping stone for your overall life goals. But you need to know what your life goals are. And they may be similar or they may be different to those around you. So take some time to really understand what are your life goals and how are you going to make this a stepping stone that's going to put you one step closer to those goals. Now, in the world that we're living right now, in a global pandemic, there are just some things that we do not know, and that is uncomfortable, and it doesn't feel great, because as we're trying to make decisions, we don't have all the data that we would like to have. The reality is we don't know what schools are going to look like in the fall. Heck, this time last year, there was no global pandemic. Come March, we were looking and we were thinking that school would be normal as of September. And now we're almost a year into this and we have a vaccine, but we don't know what it's going to look like. So we don't know if school is going to be online or in person or hybrid. We don't know if residents will be open or closed. We don't know if there'll be a frost week. Those are just things that we don't know at this stage in the game. We also don't know what the future of our economy is going to look like, which jobs are going to take off and which ones are going to tank. Um, We're in uncharted territory. We could make educated guesses and that's the best that we can do right now. But you know what? An educated best guess is okay. You only can work with the data that you have and adjust your course as new information comes in. Things right now are not normal. Your high school and university or college experience will be vastly different than somebody who graduated five years ago or even different than somebody who graduated last year and will be different than somebody who graduates in five years from now. And you know what? That's okay. Things are different. So in order to combat this uncertainty, I want you to think long and hard about what you want to get out of your post-secondary experience. Is it the material and the learning and the knowledge that you're really craving? Is it the content and the curriculum? Is it the fact that you want to check off that you have your degree? Do you want just that piece of paper and the letters behind your name so you can move on? Different story. Is it the experience of living on campus? Is that really important to you or making new friends? Or perhaps it's connecting with professors and mentors and people who have similar values or similar academic interests to you. Knowing the answer as to what you want to get out of your post-secondary experience, these answers are also going to help you make a better decision into where you should apply. So let me give you a couple examples. If you just want your degree done and over with, jump into school right away, no matter what. Figure out what is the fastest, dirtiest way to get that degree or that diploma done and move on. Don't hesitate, just go. If you're unsure of what you want to say, maybe you really kind of like business or you kind of like science, you can 
find programs out there that have a common first year before specializing. So jump so instead of jumping right into accounting or jumping right into marketing, you could choose a program that has a general first year business and you can find more time to explore and find out which direction you want to go in. It's not necessarily certain that you have to head directly into a specific program and field of study. Uh, perhaps you want to have some flexibility if things are going to flip between online and in person. Maybe you want to consider finding a school that's within driving distance of your house. And that way, if things are flipping back and forth, you can make the commute if you have to. Uh, if you apply to something that's across the country or a three hour drive from your house, that's not feasible on a day to day basis. So think about that. Or maybe perhaps living on campus is really important to you and maybe you want to consider deferring your, your year. Okay, so I've said defer twice and I promised I would come back to it. So here we go. I'm, this is very, very quick overview. I'll have a full episode dedicated to deferrals in the coming weeks. So stay tuned. Make sure you're following our podcast so you don't miss it. But uh, the basics are that a deferral is after you've received an acceptance, you can ask to attend that university in that program just the following year. So instead of going in September 2021, you can ask to go in September 2022 and the school will hold a spot for you. So you'll have a whole year before starting, but you have a spot reserved for you. So that allows you to have a really great gap year, but with a guaranteed spot for the following September. Now, lots of schools do this and lots of programs do this, um, but you have to do your research and find out which programs would allow this because it's not universal. So actually, the easiest way to do it is to Google the name of your school and deferral policy, and that will usually pull up all of the ins and outs. So make sure you read the fine print around what is and is not possible when you're exploring this. This is a great way to wait and see what COVID's going to do. It's also a great way to give you some more time to figure out what state you're going to be from a mental health perspective, what state you're going to be in from an energy perspective before jumping in and adding the additional stress of studies. Um, you want to make sure that you're going to be putting your best foot forward and maybe come July you're not feeling great and you want to push pause and so a deferral is still on the table at that point. Now to piggyback on that deferral conversation, um, taking a year off might make sense for you. So obviously this isn't a podcast that's going to go over in detail all of the benefits of taking a gap year. Um, if you are looking to get some basic gap year information, please head to the CanGap website and under resources, there is information events that you can come and get all of that information. So check out those videos. Really, really helpful for you if you are just starting out and thinking maybe you do want to push pause and maybe a gap year is the right decision for you. So pushing pause on formal education is not stopping your learning and it's not putting you behind. It actually is giving you the space and time to be in the best position to get the most out of your university learning the following year. Now, if you plan your gap year correctly, it will actually give you more clarity on what you want to study and why you should be studying it. And it will give you the time and space to be in the best physical, mental, and emotional space to take on higher education. So 
let me actually put this pushing pause and taking the time to figure it out into perspective with a little analogy. So this analogy comes to me from uh, Tim Ferriss's book, Tools for Titans. And he makes the analogy uh, when he's talking about uh, advice to his 20-year-old self. And he he talks about the idea of going out for dinner. So let's pretend COVID wasn't a thing and we could all go out for dinner together with our friends. And if you were to spend five minutes talking to your friends, oh, should we go for pizza or sushi or maybe just grab a burger? If you were to spend five minutes doing that for your dinner, that would be a very reasonable amount of time to spend on that tiny little decision. And maybe it makes up about 5% of your entire dinner experience. Very reasonable. Now, if we were to extrapolate that same 5% out into your entire working career, that 5% boils down to two entire years to figure it out. Two entire years to get clarity to know which direction you probably should be heading in. And I think that that is such a powerful thing, that 5% is going to be able to give you so much clarity and so much direction and set you on a path for success. And I think we are sometimes on this treadmill that's going faster than we are prepared to go and we don't actually hop off to think about why we're running and what direction we're running in. So uh, I just think it's a really powerful uh, analogy that might help you on that on that journey. Now, if you are going to take that time, it's really important to spend your gap time purposefully. Um, and by doing it purposely, you're going to find experiences that might be working or internships, volunteering, uh, connecting with any sorts of activities and experiences that are going to help you get clarity for your future. Uh, all of these things that could help set you apart from your peers and not to be forgotten, but bring you joy after a long and stressful high school career during a global pandemic. There are not many generations that can say they experience that. So um, finding that joy too might be just really, really important to you. Now, if you do need help, if you are considering a gap year, please don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, we do want to see you succeed on your gap year. Now, I've gone through a lot in this podcast, so I just want to wrap it up and, and give you a quick summary of all the things that we talked about. So first of all, this, is, this decision for your, your applications is just one step in your life journey. It doesn't define you. It doesn't define how happy and successful you're going to make, uh, you're going to be. And sometimes the world makes it seem that way, but it, it's not going to do that. It is a big decision, but it is not life defining. So practice self-compassion. Give yourself a little bit of breathing space and take it with a grain of salt and make the best educated decision you can. Your application is still buying you time. So up until May, maybe August, if you are going to defer, you still have a chance to make a decision as you learn more about yourself in the world and the way that it's unfolding. So remember that you are actually buying yourself more time by filling out these applications. 
I want you to understand where the pressures and stresses you're feeling are coming from. What are those external factors that are coming in that are influencing your decisions? And I want you to make sure that you are taking those external influences and you are combining them with your own life goals. So don't let those external pieces drown out your internal narrative and what's important to you. Make sure that that still has a place in the decisions that you're making. I want you to... Identify what you want to get out of your post-secondary experience and see how you can make that happen. What are the pieces beyond just the program that you want to see come to fruition and what makes the most sense to make that happen? So overall, I really want to help put this decision into perspective. It is a big decision. I am not belittling that. Um, And one of the biggest decisions you've ever had to make. But I also want you to rest assured that it will not define you and you can change your path at many, many steps along the way. You are going to make a lot of decisions in your life. And right now, all you can do is make the best educated decision you can and you can adjust as you learn and grow. So I hope that this episode was helpful as you wade through the decisions. I hope that you feel a little bit better about tackling these decisions and that you have a different perception and a different understanding of how you might want to tackle your application process. Now, if there's any way I can help, feel free to book a call with me. Just go to cangap.ca slash call and I'm more than happy to chat with you and help you define what might be the best steps for you moving forward. So from the Gap Year world, I'm Michelle Dittmer and until we meet again, keep on adventuring.